you better buckle up for this one because you are about to learn how to go beyond your limits, even if you think you're already pushed to your limits. So stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Okay, just a warning about this episode. You're not going to hear typical tips, strategies, and processes to follow, but you will be inspired to think differently about, well, um, a lot of things, how you lead at work, how you can lead an optimized life. Over the years, I've talked a lot about the importance of taking charge of your life and your work, kind of taking the bull by the horns, if you will. In fact, in case you may not know, I actually authored a book called Take the Bull by the Horns that you can find on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. But today I'm talking with a guy who's literally taken the bull by the horns. He said it was a life-changing experience for him. My special guest is Wiley McGraw. He's a performance accelerator, as he'll explain in our conversation. Wiley is a former star pitcher, a competitive bull rider, and three-tour combat veteran. Those are some intense experiences that he's had. And through those experiences, he discovered his superpower of being able to expose blind spots, erupt and eradicate stress, and fully unleash the untapped potential of high achievers. So I'm assuming that's you if you're listening in. He's founder of Radical Performance Academy, where he's been doing life-altering work with powerful CEOs, entrepreneurs, leaders, and public figures. His work is the equivalent to what some would call Navy SEAL training in the area of high performance and leadership development. He's known as a secret weapon by some of the most influential leaders across industries from Wall Street to Hollywood to professional sports, Fortune 500 companies. His work is about giving an edge to high-achieving individuals while ending their cycle of stress, sacrifice, and suffering that's often associated with their high levels of success. We talked about a lot of issues related to going beyond your limits, including the need to surrender to the unknown and to stay with the uncomfortable. Although I'm not jumping out of planes myself, at least not yet, it's something um, that I continue to work on myself, going beyond what I thought were my limits as I expand my own capacity for growth and my potential to make a positive impact. It's clearly something that Wiley has mastered. And as you'll hear, he's on a clear mission to help others do the same. I bet you'll begin to shift how you're thinking about things in a good way by listening to what Wiley has to say. Enjoy my conversation with Wiley McGraw. Wiley, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. And thank you for your service, because I know we're recording this around Veterans Day. So I wanted to acknowledge that. Well, I appreciate that, Gail. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. So, and and again, thank you for the uh, warm sentiments uh, for Veterans Day yesterday. Yeah. Yes, yes, good. Well, I want to jump in because I know that you have, as you say, some challenging insights to share. And you and I had talked about the importance of going beyond your limits. I have to say, I've interviewed a number of guests on this podcast so far, and I think that you are probably 
one that has gone to uh, more extremes in terms of your experience (laughs) as a competitive bull rider, combat veteran, um, skydiver. You do kind kind of extreme things. And so I was curious to know how you can share insights from that to to be meaningful for leaders that are listening in today. How do they go beyond their limits and why should they even? Uh, Why should they? Well, that's... Oh, Gail, I tell you, first and foremost, I, I found through my life experiences that the, the real world challenging environments were what were what was necessary to really blow past limits. So, so if you want to dive into going beyond our limits and why it's important to do that, when we should do that, et cetera, I want to first, I, I think this is going to be very important. I'll make this very quick for you and your audience to understand is the way in which I know you you prepared this so that you can give the best value, and I'm here to provide value for you and your audience. Uh, and you wanted to make sure that everything was set up properly for them, and I respect that and I love that. But having me on your show, I am a completely different resource that's coming to the table after being in the shadows for 13 years, uh, quite literally on purpose because the the I would say the populace of leadership was not ready for the type of work that I was providing certain leaders across industries. So I want to make sure that I make this a clear point is that I am the exact antithesis to tips, processes, systems, and compartmentalized thinking. And I want to share with your audience right now so we can dive into the limits aspect of it is the way you have been approaching business, the way you have been thinking about success, the way in which you have been adding tips, processes, strategies, and systems on your journey in one direction needs to be completely thrown out the window if you truly want to achieve those goals you are so, I would say, hell-bent on accomplishing, especially if you're somebody who has power, influence, and leadership at stake as well. And what I mean by that is realizing that those leaders who have created success in their own way, money that they have with a business they've grown, people that want to follow them, people that want to work for them, they're doing it right. However, you got to consider that those have now become antiquated ideals of how things should continue moving forward. And it's time to literally eradicate the way in which leaders are in fact approaching their life and their business and getting away from the idea that those two are mutually exclusive. So I want to make sure that that lands and then add to this is unfortunately, and I'm sure you're aware of this. And and, and in fact, it's part of, I would say the programming and conditioning in our business culture and our high performance landscape is the idea that we always need to just be adding in more, more strategy, more ideas, more tips. And when we hear people constantly asking us those same questions, and in fact, you think that you're that's going to take you to a transformative place and it will not and it never will despite how much you might believe it's doing it for you and it's time to truly be redirected in the right way the right capacity the right manner so that you can actually evolve and transform to those higher levels of performance and success that you desire and what i mean by that gail for your audience to really listen to this is people need to be woken up shaken up and challenged in ways they've never been challenged to truly become the more optimized version of themselves that they have been spending their lives chasing. And I am a performance accelerator. I am not your typical coach. So I want to make sure that's very clear. I do not have tips and strategies. My work is a complete human performance acceleration. It is a life overhaul with the clients that I work with. 
And Newton's law of motion even says that an object in motion will stay in motion until an outside force is acted upon it, redirecting it into a new new um, direction. And that's exactly what I'm talking about right now is the only way you're going to blow past your limits is if you're willing to actually discard every aspect of how you've approached life and business and be pushed in a new direction that is very uncomfortable, that is very challenging, that is very different from what you have been conditioned to believe is normal business and success, if that really makes sense. yeah. Yes. I appreciate your laying the groundwork on that and couldn't agree more. As you may know, a lot of the work that I do is in the area of organizational and leadership transformation. And I've been working with organizations to try to help them think differently, expand their vision. And it goes back to what you say. You have to view the whole picture entirely differently and yourself and the traditional approaches that a lot of leaders have have been trained to do or their habits of doing over the years don't serve them now, especially because of the, the new environment that we're in, the new paradigm, uh, the focus on understanding who you are as a human being in the context of work and leadership. So I know you and I are, are similar in how we think about it, but I'd love to hear more about you know, what that looks like now, that kind of the new way of leading and operating. And again, a lot of leaders would probably argue, I feel like I've been pushed beyond my limits already, you know, with with everything that's going on. So I, I want to hear what you have to say to those. Absolutely. People. And I'm glad that you you provided that, that groundwork too. And you're right. What's amazing is how bastardized, and I use that word fervently, uh, the word transformation, peak performance, pushing you beyond your limits is sold. You know, it's a, a repackaged and repurposed by household names and, and coaches and consultants uh, to maintain their relevance. And it gets people, unfortunately, hooked on the idea that they need coaching sustainably to continuously experience success. And even on my website, after 13 years of being in the shadow, I, I, I did that on purpose, number one, because it was all word of mouth. And I was, I'm only four very specific type of leaders. I've worked with three to four a year, very intimate dynamics. And I decided it's like enough is enough. It's time for me after this pandemic. Like you said, our new landscape has shifted. The pandemic is literally an outside force that has said, stop slow down and reevaluate what's going on. Unfortunately, and I've seen this time and time again, is leaders are trying to go back to business as usual. Everybody is trying to get back to the way it was before because they're so uncomfortable with everything being thrown off course. So we're getting caught up in that programming and that conditioning that they need to lean back into what has worked for them in the past and thinking that that is still going to take them to their highest level. And to really answer that about the leaders that are sitting here listening, going, I think I've already been pushed. Who is this guy? And what is he talking about that? <laughs> yeah, I can't need take it more. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or you know, the way I've been doing it's working. Look how much money I've made. Look how much success I've had. Look how many people I've helped. And that's great. You have done good things. But what I'm saying is, if you truly want to be optimized, there's a huge difference between spending your life on this never-ending path of growth and trying to find more answers and new tips and new ways to perform and new approaches to life and business. And there's a way to literally be accelerated to be optimized right now. And what they are going to face when they go into this new year is a decision on whether or not do I keep trying to add in more into my life or am I willing to start eliminating, removing, resolving aspects of who I have been that have hindered my power and potential, that have held me back from truly seeing all the solutions that I need to truly take my game to the highest level possible? And am I, am I willing to face very uncomfortable truths about myself and the things that are around me or dynamics that I've created that in fact have been taking my focus away from what matters most? And I challenge that. And I, lo I love that you brought that up is it is more than just your thinking. 
is getting outside of this compartmentalized programming you have become a con- conditioned to that we're sold on constantly that we believe is the only true measure of what means success, performance, growth, et cetera, and go, you know what? I have got to be willing to do the more radical, unconventional things that really challenge me, like you brought up in the beginning, is those real-world environments from athletics to bull riding to combat, even as a skydiver, is a constant yielding to a fear of the unknown, being open and willing to embrace things that I am unaware of and trust in who I am and what I'm capable of will be exposed constantly, which is why I'm always successful in those endeavors is because I do not resist or limit myself when those challenges are provided. I embrace them. Right. So how do you do that? Why is it that you can do that? Why is it that I can do that? Yeah. What is that? You know, because not everybody can do that. And so I wonder what it is that allows you to continue to to be so open to that, to the unknown, which I, I completely agree is one of the keys to success for leaders is being able to, to get kind of more comfortable with the unknown and the uncomfortable. But how do you do that? Well, you need, you need to be put in the right environments by the right resources that you cannot control, that you have the capacity and the ability to basically give you real-world challenges as life is happening to you so that you can face what plagues you, look at the stresses you have accumulated your entire life that have been suppressed, held on to. Everything that I write about on my website, everything I, t- I talk about, not a single thing that I discuss is here's a next tip strategy. Here's a way you can do this. Here are five steps to this. Every aspect of what I do is all about holistic human performance acceleration. It's about the true life overhaul and the nature of how I've lived my life. Getting to a place of optimization is why I'm able to consistently do that because I've learned through self-mastery and those real-world experiences by facing my demons, looking at those things that I was, that most people are unwilling to look at. That is the only way I'm going to be blown past my limits. Consider the military. We do not know how something is going to go down ever. They might give us a framework. They might give us an idea that here, you're going through this training. This is the expectation of you. But when you're in the training, they do not share with you. Here's what we're going to do tomorrow. Here's what we're going to do the next day. It's going to be 10 o'clock in the morning, this 10, 9 o'clock at night, this. It's radical. It's unconventional. It's designed to stretch you to your brink emotionally, mentally, even physically, even energetically. And that is the only way you truly expand your capacity and unleash your potential and your power versus you trying to figure out how to add things in, thinking somehow that's going to give you more access to it. And that old antiquated thinking has got to completely go. So to answer even further that question, how is first and foremost, you being willing to actually stop thinking that way. Stop performing or operating or approaching your life and business the same way you've done it. Stop thinking that you need to add more in to get that transformative experience you're dying for. Understand that optimization requires a holistic environment of true life overhaul. It does not focus on how you do business, how much money you're wanting to make, the way you scale, the way you approach your clients. It's who you are, how you live live your life that affects your ability to operate. And that's what I'm talking about. Would you say that it goes back to the beliefs that you hold, becoming more aware of those and being able to shift those in some way? Like you're saying to to say that it's it's okay to let go of things, to stop piling things on my plate. It's okay to release things. Like that that takes a shift in belief, in my mind at least, to 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 have that sink in. You know, you can talk about it, but to really kind of embody that. Sure. And it's everything is conceptualized. We have a uh, an industry built on the idea of concept and people don't really know how to apply it. I, I've seen that again, time and time again with leaders that I've worked with that have been caught up in the notion 
that concept and knowledge is all they need, but the application of it, real world application of it is scary for them. So they evolve themselves to create scenarios and environments and dynamics around them that protect them from some of the most uncomfortable things that they're unwilling to look at. And then they operate from that space. And then we have this incessant um, landscape of people almost, it's like BSing each other, BSing in business, BSing who's friends, BSing our circles. And I've seen this, especially in the personal development industry, is these influencers and public figures are constantly like throwing out these like fun, feel good. Yeah, everything is great. And on behind the scenes are falling apart and they're grinding and they're wondering why nothing's really working and why they're struggling, suffering. And, and then they step on stage and tell people how to have a great life. And it's like, there's this disconnect here. So it's, it's real world application not just conceptualized or compartmentalized thinking. And I want to say something to that belief. I've learned and understood, especially being a military leader, is that there's a difference between knowing, not knowing, and belief. And belief, I remember going to one of the schools that I was in as a combat infantry guy. They were, it was my turn to be in charge through a very stressful environment. And they do these things at ranger school and like they do it through SEAL training, et cetera, is I'm going to make this simple for people to listen and, and, and understand is where is the enemy? And when you have someone who says, I believe they're over here, the instructor will look at you, go, you believe, and they, you stare at them and they want to wait for that answer. And you realize in that moment, my beliefs are irrelevant because I may believe they're there, but that still leaves room for doubt. Belief are just ideas and thoughts that can, in fact, and should be shifted constantly so that we can evolve ourselves. But nobody sits in the knowing Nobody surrenders to the not knowing. Everybody wants to believe something, and then we get caught up in that rat race. And the only way you're going to shift your thinking is be willing to completely eradicate the way you think, just completely surrender. It doesn't mean you're giving up. It just means you're letting go of these antiquated ideals that have gotten you here and realize it's time for you to do something different. Look at our pop culture. We have TV shows. You know, I'm sure you've seen this, Gail. Uh, Nine Perfect Strangers with Nicole Kidman. That's a show that came out. It's a very radical, different way for people to heal trauma. People are approaching it in completely unconventional manners. It's scaring people. They have their reactions. They don't, they said, this is, is this illegal? This is wrong. But at the end, what happens is everybody feels free and at peace, unencumbered from their traumas and stresses. And it's like looking back, man, I may not have liked that. It may have seemed so weird and different. I may have challenged or questioned it as not normal, but look at the result. But people are afraid of that, even though we are seeing pop culture speak to how many people actually want that. We want to go to Mars. We want to experience all these crazy radical things, but we're afraid of what that actually means. And that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Wow. There's so much we could talk about. Um, I love the fact that you also are an extreme learner it appears. I, I consider myself to be constantly learning, consuming all different kinds of uh, topics interest me to to be a strong leader, uh, a great uh, professional, a good human being, understanding how the mind and body work, all of that. So I think that that's also a, a great idea for leaders is to, to be more focused on what they want to learn and how they want to grow to build that strength and uh, the confidence, the fearlessness that you're talking about. Um, I'm not going to ask you any tips or how to's now, no, I know it's you okay. won't give me any, <laughs> but I wanted to lay that out for you because here's yeah, the thing you, you yeah. want a tip that that is my tip is surrender the way you approach life and business. You want to step into a whole world of transformation. You need to be knocked off your course. We are so conditioned in this one way and just keep going. It's been working. And I have a paper I wrote and you're right. I'm, I'm a voracious uh, reader and learner when it comes to specific aspects of optimization and human performance and, and re- really where holistic life 
and and success really reside. And for me, it's that's what I did as after I got out of the military. I wanted to understand this gift that I I felt something was unique about me, but I didn't understand it as a kid and why I experienced. I would say everyone wanting to bring me all of their darkness and all of their demons and their stress. And I was the place people brought it to. People were saying things to me as a kid. I'm like, why are you saying that to me? What, why am I getting your, your, your secrets like that? And as I got older and I discovered this in combat in Afghanistan, especially was I had the ability to see these blind spots in people before they ever saw it themselves. I can see why they are, they're acting performing, behaving, talking, and looking the way that they are. And despite how many times they might think that this is what's really going on, I can dig out my presence, my focus, my energy, who I am brings forth all of that unresolved stuff so that we can in fact accelerate. And it's self-mastery. I, I desired that first and foremost, because I realized until I am optimized, who am I going to help? Why would I walk out into the world and only be a few steps ahead, then try to create something and just be like everyone else that has just built their empires on the back of their stress, on their desire to compensate and try to get away from something. It's time for me. And I knew I was built to do something powerful with people in charge, people to have effect, influence, and impact out in the world. And that's all I've been focusing on. So you're right. I, I wrote this paper called Helping Versus Optimizing on the homepage of my website. Uh, it, it's about understanding why high achievers and leaders are wasting their life chasing peak performance instead of mastering it. And it's very easy to read, but it's really educational. It's more of a, I would say, an academic style paper that I spent a few months really putting together after all my philosophy. And I want people to realize, wow, I've got to break away from the mundane, traditional, conventional helping industry that I've been stuck in. And I need to get into an atmosphere of optimization. What does that mean? Well, I got to be willing to face my truth. I got to be willing to push in places I've never been pushed to. And I have to be willing to surrender the idea that I have to control every aspect of what's going on in my life. Yeah, I get that. And I think that's probably one of the reasons I just brought up learning, at least for me personally, has been a means to help me let go more. Because as you're letting go, you're taking in other new ideas, uh, introducing new people in your networks, other, other ways of thinking that can help you, I think, let go a little more easily. Even if you haven't, quote, latched onto something else, you just know that there's so many other approaches out there and for you to become more attuned to the new ideas and, and new ways of thinking, just becoming more aware of them can help you. Well, here you'd be surprised. You might be surprised. Here's the thing. And I've worked with so many different public figures that were blown away at the idea that the relationship dynamics that are closest to them were actually, in fact, what was affecting their company's performance, their team's function, and the money that they were making and then losing. And it's it's amazing when you dig into people are afraid to go to these depths. Therapists don't even go to these depths. It's this idea, like, take it easy. Let's lead and ease people into growth. It's like, well, if you're the type of high achiever and leader who really wants to stand at the top and, and inf impact and influence people, I'm not sorry. You have to be unconventionally pushed and, and challenged in a way you've never been challenged. And it can happen in a very accelerated manner, but you have to be in the right environments with the right resource. That's why I have been passed along as this performance accelerator only for those people who go, I don't know what's here. I know something's different. But that's the feeling I'm talking about, getting out of your head, trusting in your intuition when something approaches you at the right timing that it does. There's a reason for it. And if it feels like things are coming up and it feels awful, embrace embrace that discomfort. Sit in those feelings and those emotions in the thinking. Even if your thoughts are like, something's wrong here, go, wait a minute. Maybe something isn't wrong here. Maybe that's just my own fear kicking up because something's challenging here. 
When you can sit with that, listen, those who are listening, sit with that, you'll find value in even the most uncomfortable situations. You will find your performance can, in fact, grow quickly when you are in that space of um, embracing the suck, not sucking it up, and allowing yourself to truly surrender to something that can, in fact, redirect you, like I said, Newton's law of motion. You need to be knocked off your course by an outside force. If you don't have a coach or a consultant knows how to do that or is even doing that for you right now, you need to stop what you're doing and look for that and allow yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, here, here. Yeah, I've always referred to myself as a as, as a gentle disruptor. Uh, probably a little sure. different from your approach. It's okay. But, <laughs> but I would argue that too. It it doesn't have to be uh, you know so arduous and a grind that it actually can be energizing, inspiring, and freeing when you can get to that point where you can let go and kind of trust. We, you know, that that only truly, and I will say this very fervently as well. And this this is another tip. The only way you're going to, it's that. What is that notion? The only way out of it is to go through it. We're trying to bypass, hack, circumvent, and process our way to higher performance. I've seen it all the time. I'm seeing. I'm reading articles because I, I definitely love reading things that are business you know, insider and you know Harvard Business Review and Psychology Today because of all the different studies. I look at these different, and they're all one common theme. Everybody is giving seven steps, ten steps to this, five steps to this, eight steps of, or eight habits of a millionaire, and it's like, hold on a second, you are not this compartmentalized machine of parts. We're holistic. We're unique and dynamic. You cannot break down every aspect of human performance into steps and systems. That's why people are stuck and why people, are, especially leaders, are constantly looking for what's next. What more? How much more can I scale? Where do I need to go? And nobody's stopping to go, wait a minute. Why do I want to do this? Who am I right now? Do I feel like I'm living my, my best optimized life? And I guarantee they're going to say, no, I don't, which is why I'm constantly seeking more. And I'm saying, don't stop your seeking but start eliminating things that are not, in fact, accelerating you. That's, that's the point. The step-by-step processes are important to a degree when it comes to certain things, but they are not when it comes to human performance, period. And here's, can I, if I may add, add one more thing, the work, and especially in the work that I do for high-powered individuals, is about pushing, challenging, and stretching them in ways they've never thought were possible. They are going to experience the eruption and then the eradication that is very ugly, very uncomfortable. However, it happens really quickly. And then they get to that place you just mentioned was that peace, that freedom, that sense of everything is where it's supposed to be. I finally know who I am without all my stress and sacrifice and suffering. I know who I am without any addiction, without pain, without worry, or any kind of incessant fear that doesn't serve me. I know where my true power is now residing from, and I know how to create from in a white space and not from stress. And that is the key. Are you a leader that wants to get there? It's possible. But like we said in the beginning, Gail, you've got to surrender and get rid of the way you've approached everything, especially moving into the new year. Yeah, good, good. Well, speaking of that, moving into the new year, do you have a final thought or a piece of advice that you think would be helpful as leaders are really contemplating you know, their bigger goals and vision, what's possible, um, anything you want to reiterate or send them off with that would really help them think in a way that can serve them well heading into the new year? Yeah, that, that's uh, get out of your head. The compartmentalized thinking is it's plaguing leaders. They are stuck too much. We hear it all the time. And I, I will say this very, how do I say this? Very truncated. It's your, your ideas, your thoughts are not every aspect of who you are and your leadership. We are 
bombarded with mindset, 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 and we've disconnected from intuition. We've disconnected from knowing if our gut's telling us the truth or not. We have disconnected from things that in fact show up in our lives that are are there to really accentuate who we are. We control every aspect that's around us because we're uncomfortable with anything that might be unknown to us. Yet we sit there as leaders and go, I want that. But when something shows up that's not what they expect it to look like, they might push it away. And I'm saying, if you want to go into the new year and really be challenged, if something shows up in your life, if you hear what I'm saying and you're like, holy mackerel, okay, this is crazy. I need to step towards that. Do it. Step towards something that is in fact showing up that you might not expect to be there for your benefit just because it doesn't look like every other coach or consultant or doesn't sound the same or doesn't make you feel like it's good enough. If it makes you scared, it might be in fact the very thing you need to truly take your game to the next level. And that's the that's the thing I've discovered in combat. That's the thing that I discovered when I left the perfectionist uh, 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 baseball atmosphere that my father expected of me as a star athlete, broke away and stepped into the wild world of bull riding because I knew that's where I could unleash who I was as a man, the warrior that was inside dying to get out that was suppressed by my family. And then I discovered real world challenges that scare you. That's where you're really going to be blown past your limits. So leaders, if you really want to truly actually experience what your limits look like when they're eradicated and you're blown past them, and not just feel the stress of what, what people are doing to you in those moments, then you have to be willing to embrace so much more than you ever have. That's my, that's my leaving um, remark there for them. Good. Fantastic. Well, I can't wait to see where you go from here as you continue <laughs> busting through your limits too. Well, that's the thing, Gail, is I, I live a, and this is, it's so hard for people to grasp, but they hear me. I had shows, have, people are like, uh, I, I think I need to ask you questions like this. I said, well, you're asking me thinking that I'm some typical coach and they don't understand that I don't have internal struggles. I don't, I don't have limitations that I have to blow through anymore. I live an optimized life and it's possible for people. That's why I do what I do is I'm feeling the pain of the world around me. And I'm going, I'm the one living this life while everybody else is struggling to figure it out. And I'm going, hey, wake up. Stop doing what you're doing. Stop with this madness of more coaching, more this, more that. And go, wait a minute. What am I not eliminating? And, And what am I afraid of, truly afraid of? And people are scared of their own truth. And you can live optimized and know exactly who you are and how to navigate anything and everything that comes your way. Manage your inner volatility no matter what, if you are willing to be pushed and optimized instead of going down the same path you've been on. Yes, I couldn't agree more. So well said. So tell listeners how they can find you. What's the best way? Well, you know, you and I are connected on LinkedIn.com forward slash Wiley McGraw, W-Y-L-I-E, and then McGraw like Tim McGraw. Uh, but I created time to erupt.com so that anybody might be listening to this that's running, exercising, doing whatever, because we're always on the go, right? CEO yeah. on the go. Yes, we are. If you hear this and you don't know how to spell my name, which is happened my entire life, um, time to erupt.com will take them right to a, a really not, a specific character index I created after working with leaders across industries like Wall Street, Hollywood professional sports, uh, personal development, Silicon Valley. And I've gathered this idea of characteristics and, and troubles that they these high achievers face. And if they want to go there and do a little self-assessment to see if they're truly ready to be optimized, then they can peruse every aspect of the website we developed, uh, the articles and blogs I've written about philosophy and understanding human performance from a different approach, challenging new perspectives in the, the article, helping versus uh, optimizing. I have another one on my anti-retreat page. Um, it's 
you know, it's very specific for these types of leaders who are looking to really become the more optimized version of themselves. So they can go there. So it's linkedin.com forward slash Wiley McGraw or time to erupt.com. Okay. Gotcha. Good. Well, I'm so glad I listened to my intuition and my instincts and got to, to have you on the show today. I know that you're helping leaders think you're challenging a lot of the traditional ways that they've been operating. So um, can't thank you enough for for sharing your insights. And I wish you the best going forward. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Gail. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's it's, it's optimizing leaders is the most important thing right now because an unoptimized leader will distort the world. A resolved one transforms it. Yes, love that. Good. And for everyone else listening in today, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.